We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's happening, everybody? And welcome back to another mm-hmm. episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, <laughs> along with my co-host Dan. Dan, tell me what is going on. What's up, motherfucker? I've oh. been. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I came in hot. I saw Shaft yesterday, and uh, <laughs> I can't stop talking like that. Now, yeah. <laughs> all, but however, he, he does say other words that I, I'm not allowed to say, so I definitely don't say those. Yeah, but don't do I. That. I've been like your, wanting to call uh, people motherfucker. Harvard rescinded. <laughs> I've been wanting to call people motherfucker all day. It's been driving me crazy at work, so I'm glad I've abstained. I just let it out on you people here, man. So, anywho, um, came in hot. Came in hot, man. Because what is good in the soccer world right now? You got the women's World Cup going on. That's pretty badass. Uh, you got sporting entering the U.S. Open Cup and exiting the U.S. Open Cup. So that was fun. It's a fun week, and <laughs> we're gonna break down all that shit for you. So I'm not looking forward yeah. to it, man. What what uh, what about you? What's good in your hood? Uh, I uh, nothing much going on really. I'm not traveling. It's nice to be home and not be going anywhere. That's um, pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it's been a rare thing for me. So you know that's nice. Um, I am not a father, so I did not have anything exciting on Father's Day. So that's what you that think. That was good. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> I did get a free packet of uh, instant rice from Walmart when we were shopping there. They were giving every guy a free packet of instant rice for Father's Day because, of course. What? Um, yeah. Father, I mean, fathers love to cook that rice. What the hell? Good. I could have. How about a free <laughs> burger or a free, you know, steak to slap like on steak. the grill or something? Yeah. That, I would like that. What? Nope. In, Uncle Ben's minute rice. Um, Dad, it is your day. I'm gonna cook your favorite rice. <laughs> <laughs> it was it what was chicken hell? flavored. So um, oh, okay, yeah, Fair there enough, you go. Man. But uh, <laughs> you had a you had a hot weekend. It was, that was crazy. Man, it was it was it was crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you better take it easy, man. Yeah, we're gonna I got, I got we're gonna put down. a leash on you. <laughs> I, know, I went to I'm the uh, I went to the open or the World Cup watch party. There you go. Yeah, see, I could not make that because we were having uh, a Father's Day lunch with my fiance's right. uh, dad, so had had to do that. But my dad was out of town, so I was like, "Oh well, I'm gonna go up to the, the watch party uh, with the guy and then hang out." So it was cool, man. 
Yeah, good turnout? Uh, seemed like it. We started out in like the quote-unquote living room area, they call it, and it was getting pretty warm, and I was wearing the black USA jersey, and I was like, you want to go get a spot in no other pub? And uh, we got a pretty good spot near the big projection, and uh, it was good, man. Pretty good, pretty good turnout. I wish no other pub had better vegan options, if I'm being honest, but uh, yeah. I did order their avocado hummus platter, which for $9, Jimmy, if you like hummus, this was humongous. The platter was as big as really? my chest, and I got a big chest, people. Okay. And it was it was delicious, <laughs> dude, and I was stuffed. I was absolutely stuffed, but and I spent ten, you know, ten dollars. There you go. I do love so hummus. I, I endorse I could, it. I could live off some hummus, so might That's have to try the that. Coozer vegan appetizer right there. Endorsed. Done. There you go. So, well, uh, yeah, that sounds like a good deal. U.S. Women's National Team doing well. We will talk about them uh, coming up here. Um, but first, well, I mean, we want to make sure people remember to give us those five stars, ratings, and reviews. That's right. That's right. But we don't have we any. We don't any have any new week. ones. No. So no. Uh, tell you what, you know, we haven't mentioned in a while, and maybe we've gained some uh, new listeners or whatever. But uh, that song at the beginning—that's a St. Joseph, Missouri band named Radkey. They're always doing uh, local shows. They're also they also tour, man. They've gone overseas. Uh, they're always they're going over to Vegas. They're going all over the place. Uh, they just did a re- show in Topeka recently, and we reached out to them, and they gave us the okay to use their song so um that's what we that's what we did and it's pretty badass i love it it's pretty cool go check them out radkey on uh, apple music or spotify or whatever you use uh support them because they support us and they support sporting yeah. kansas city so don't we have a yeah local local man don't we have a coupon code of something too that we haven't mentioned in a long long time yeah, on the volleyapparel dot com. Use uh, right. the the code no other pod, um, and you will get. I think is it fifteen percent off? Fifteen percent off. Is that three separate yeah. words? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is three it's separate words. Been a little words. bit since we've uh, promoted that, but go hey, yeah, go check it out. Buy yourself something new, guys. There's Buy some someone cool, else something new. There's pretty cool shirts and designs. I mean, they're always coming out with new stuff. Uh, you know, it's a small business. So the guys, you know, uh, Elvis, great dude, doing good things. Um, they have a shirt that says, in our keeper, we trust. And it shows two goalie gloves in a prayer position. Um, that's pretty badass. It's perfect for Jesus Melia. Jesus Melia, dude. Hell yeah, it is. I didn't even we think sh- about that. We should that. get them to make a Jesus Melia shirt. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, you know, and if you're on there, man, I mean, they got, uh, you know, they got, what did I get? I got the owl hoodie i got the little owl design and i got the keeper t-shirt when i thought i'd be a keeper for some reason and then i got hurt <laughs> <laughs> well you got the striker one yeah, didn't right. you you playing center it's, yeah yeah because i gotta try to score oh, man i i am i would be a terrible striker but you know hey someone's oh got a God. dream we should probably so. wear those out and about sometimes we'll look awesome <laughs> some sometime but uh yeah, they they got some good stuff there. So go check them out. If you need, if you forgot to get a gift for your dad, there you go. One, shame on you. You're a on terrible child. The Volley Apparel. But two, go there and check it out. Yeah. So uh, uh, our boys, the Cooligans, though, they got a pretty big partnership with him, and that's how I met this guy through them. So uh, good business, good people. So support them. Cool, cool. Um, thank you guys for listening and for the ratings and reviews. Keep those coming. Um, but let's uh, 
as much as we may not want to, let's let's talk a little bit about this uh, Minnesota United U.S. Open Cup game. Um, we were going up to uh, to Minnesota to take on. Um, was this the third time in four years? I think we've played Minnesota um, at this round of the U.S. Open Cup. Something ridiculous. Um, it happens Something far too often. Ridiculous. Yep. Um, and it. You know what? We, yes, we're missing some of our key members on international duty. We didn't have Johnny Russell. We don't have Christian Namath. We don't have Botan Barat. We don't have Nico Hasler. But we didn't put out a lineup of scrubs. Like this wasn't like we just took Swope Park and threw them out there. I mean, we had Fontes, we had Zusi, we had Felipe, Ilya, Benny, Johan, Daniel, Gerso. I mean, outside of Zendejas and and uh, Graham Smith, this was close to a first choice eleven. And uh, just about it was man. I just I just had a bad feeling from the start, though. Yeah, you. I think you texted me before it started, and you were like, "We're gonna lose," uh, or, or something along those lines. I think I said we we're gonna get hammered. I think that I, think yes. I said we we're gonna get smashed. I was gonna it's say not gonna be good. It, it was something more dramatic than that. And and I was a little bit late to watching the game because we were out trying this new kickboxing workout place nearby that kicked my butt. Oh and didn't shit! End until seven. Don't you mess with Jimmy. <laughs> it's pretty. I mean, okay, not, not sidetracked, but it, it's kind of a cool place. It's called Nine Round. Some people might have heard of it, but they got nine different stations. Yeah, twelve rounds. What about the other three? (laughs) You spend three minutes at each station, and and it's just different kickboxing stations. A couple of them are a little bit more aerobic focused, like jump ropes, and and then there's one that was like alternating between push ups and bicep curls. But then they just have different punching and kicking combinations. And by the end of the thirty minutes, I was dead tired, and uh, I was like, I gotta get home. Oh, I was sore. I'm still sore. This was like five well, you don't do, you don't normally um, do like circuit training like that. You don't do like cross training, no, right? You kind of just run, do cardio and stuff. Yeah, and I, I mean, I used to lift, but it's been a while, and I need to get back into it. But we were thinking, yeah. like, okay, this is a, a good, you there know, you go. something that's different, something that's fun. You know, you can go in any. That's part of the thing is you can go in any time, and every three minutes you can hop in. Um, so it's pretty huh. pretty uh, uh, simple and and you know convenient. Um, so we went and tried Look it. At that. And it was cool. Um but endorsed. You got your seal of approval. There you go. But yeah, because we were doing that, I uh I missed like the first five minutes of the game. And I was like, whatever. It's five minutes. Like nothing's gonna happen in the first five minutes. And uh and something did happen in the first five minutes. Something happened in the first sure did. two minutes. And uh yep. freaking Angelo What's our deal, man? Rodriguez. I mean, it, there was a turnover that Sporting Casey gave Who? up. In uh, in the middle of the field, I think it was. I don't don't know if it was Fontas or uh, or Graham Smith that had the bad pass, but then uh, Darwin Quintero just mm-hmm. has this nice little uh, through ball to Angelo Rodriguez, their uh, DP striker, and he had a wide open shot and sent it right through Zendejas's legs. And there you go. I didn't I didn't know that was their DP striker. To be honest, I haven't watched enough Minnesota United or really heard much coverage about them at all, but. Uh, when you said you don't know if the mistake was on Fontas, uh, pretty much every mistake was on Fontas. <laughs> I mean, true. he has become he has become public enemy number one lately, and it's like they were. <clears throat> I'm trying to think whose head were people calling for. I mean, people are talking about Kellen. Uh, they talked about Gerso at, at some point or another, but Fontas right now, dude, no one wants him here, and everyone. And then you see his paycheck, and you're oh, like, oh goddamn, yeah. If you say you sat on your ass at work all day or say you were just 
mucking everything up, Jimmy. You're just doing so many bad things, but you you made way more money than everyone else who's just killing it. I mean, people would probably murder you. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's it's no wonder that Ike was unhappy with this situation. <laughs> um, he was uh, mm-hmm. making three hundred thousand and change. Uh, Fontas is making a million and change, and Ike's coming off Defender of the Year just a couple years ago, and Fontas is coming off of absolutely nothing in MLS. And uh, yeah, Ike has to go uh, get sent packing to Minnesota, and look who's laughing now. I don't know what Peter saw in Fontas. I I don't. I'm mean, okay. I'm no speed demon, Jimmy, but I don't think he's like that fast i don't think he's that quick i think matt beasler with his older you know 30 year old legs or whatever he is i i feel like he could beat fontas in a race whatever peter saw i i was waiting to spring this one on you uh so we could get your live reaction whatever peter saw is the same thing that your boy bobby warshaw saw because did you see the article that bobby warshaw wrote today about like questions for the remainder of the season for for each uh team I don't know if you saw this. Dear God, no. Okay. Did he say something? Well, he he his question for uh, Sporting Kansas City. This is the key, basically the key to the success of Sporting Kansas City for the rest of the season was: Can Matt Beasler and Andreu Fontas stay healthy? Um, and he goes on to say, "It's not that Botan Barat and Graham Smith can't play center back in MLS. It's that they can't play it the way Beasler and Fontas do. Beasler and Fontas are fantastic passers, and SKC style depends on center backs who can pass. And basically says that if Fontas gets hurt, um, then uh-huh. SKC season is over. And I'm like, Bobby, have you watched Sporting KC Did this even... year? It's just what? Okay." Now, let's be honest. Beasler's been out for a little bit. And when he comes back, he's out again. And when he was in there with Fontas, they they look fine. So, I mean, Be- maybe Beasler makes him a better center back, sure. But that shouldn't be the case, man. You're making a million dollars. You need to shine. You're making more money than Matt Beasler is. So, what what's up? Well, and not only that, Botan Barat has arguably looked like the best center back for Sporting KC this year. Yeah, so, he's my favorite. Like, I don't want to make him angry, but like, <laughs> he's really he's really cool. I was just I was flabbergasted to see, like, especially after this game, and we'll talk more about Fontas as, as we continue to go through this game. But I was flabbergasted to see Bobby just write off Barat as as easily as he did, and to say that Fontas, you know, if if he um, or Beasler, but like if Fontas gets hurt, then then it's lights out for Sporting KC, and I just, I mean, man, I'm I'm not saying that. Sporting KC fans would go all all Raptors fans on Fontas like they like the Raptors fans did on Kevin Durant if he got hurt. But I'm saying that okay, you said go all Raptors fans, and I'm like like what? Shoot him up? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was is that is that too soon? I, I mean, hope I, last I heard, everyone's doing okay there. I mean, for those who don't know that, yeah, unfortunately, but that is what happened. Yeah, someone did shoot at people at the Raptors parade today because people are idiots. Yeah, so don't celebrate like Raptors fans. Don't be like Raptors fans in all <laughs> accords. <laughs> unless you want to... In all counts. Unless you want to give your best player a plant. I don't know if you saw that video on Twitter going around the drunk Raptors fan who was carrying around a giant plant that was about 10 feet high saying he was looking for Kawhi to give it to him as a present because he wanted him to stay in Toronto. Um, he called it a, a coactus. So you can give him a big-ass plant? Yeah, he called it a coactus. Um a coactus for okay. Kawhi. If you give me a plant, <laughs> I'm leaving. I ain't got no room for that. Yeah. I ain't got no room for that in my house. <laughs> yeah. So he he became known as Plant Guy. Um. So that's we've gone way off the rails okay. now. Um, that's. You no, know, could we be a little more like creative though, Plant Guy? I you can't just call him Ficus Fred. 
What the hell? <laughs> I don't know, but th- this this drunk plant guy came up with coactus on the spot, which I was like, that's pretty good for being as shit-faced drunk as he was and oh my God. on the spot. Y- could, so. Was it like a cactus? Could have been Cactus Carl, man. Cactus Jack. It, bang, bang. <laughs> it looked more like a giant palm tree kind of thing. But uh, um, anywho. Okay, there you go. Palm tree Paul. <laughs> uh, you just need to be out there inter- interviewing the Alliteration. People. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> so yes, this all started with Bobby not knowing anything about Andrea Ufantis. Yeah, um, son of a bitch. But yeah, so sport, Sporting KC go down. Um one zero in in the second minute, and you're like, well, that's not great. And then it almost got worse. Just uh, like three minutes later, Zunday has had to jump out of his shoes to save a, a shot because in the sixth minute it almost became two zero. Um, it's just it, yeah, dude. It was not great. So why does Tim get rests? Sorry, my voice got really high and scary just now. Why does <laughs> why does Tim get a break? <laughs> what? I don't understand. He doesn't need it. Um, I I mean. Of all the positions to need a rest, your right keeper is the one that needs the least amount of rest, and and you know maybe it's it wouldn't be right. a bad idea to get Tim some uh, some reps in the, in the off like the week and a half off that we had here. But I don't know. I mean, I guess he was feeling Zendayas. Uh, Peter was, and I mean it's like getting a day off work or something, a little vacation day, I guess. But come on, I I just. I don't know. I'm not saying Tim would have stopped any of those goals. I really don't think he would have. Like none of that shit was on Zendayas, right. you know. Yeah. I mean, when your defense is those as are great finishes. as poor as as Sporting KC's defense has been as of late, you know. I mean, we've seen Tim give up some goals this year and it's because the defense in front of him has just been awful at times. Um Yeah, so, that's true. You know, we thought maybe there was a chance at Sporting KC salvaging this game in the 27th minute. Um Jimmy Madronda received a ball from Felipe, and and I'm not sure if this is exactly what Madronda meant to do, but he had a nice little layoff for Gerso, and Gerso uh, bounced it into the back of the net, and it's one one, and you're feeling like okay, you that was know, pretty sick. There's there's a uh, there's opportunity here, so decent little we got uh, life, yeah, I mean, decent little goal for Gerso, a little life, yeah. So the uh, the way they were calling it an own goal at first on the TV. But it clearly was not. I mean, he just struck that right between the dude's legs. It took a bounce right into the goal. I was like, yeah, how do you, how do you hit that? How do you hit that kind of shot? That was awesome. Yeah, especially Gerso, where like so often when he just fires like normal shots, they're like they fly way off target, and you're like, how do you miss that badly? And then occasionally he does something <laughs> like this. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he he was able to pull it out. Um, but you know, it goes one one into the half and I'm not feeling great, but I don't necessarily think we're going to lose. I think we, okay, just turn it around, keep the momentum going and, and we'll be, we'll be fine. Um, and that one, <laughs> that went away. So Shallowy came out. Was that when Shallowy came out? I, I mean, I was, I was all sorts of distracted at this point. I was cooking dinner and, and other stuff too. So oh. yeah, no Shallowy came out at halftime. Right. And, and that's like, when's the last time you saw, Peter make a sub at halftime for God's sakes. I did okay. Um, yeah, I'm trying to uh, to look at the line up here or time figure out exactly who came out when. Um, I don't think Shallowy can't. Shallowy went the full ninety in this game. You're thinking of the game before when when Peter got pissed at Shallowy and, and they, he yanked him at halftime. So, but right, yes, um, dude. Sorry, you've like you've kind of gone a little viral on Twitter, man. <laughs> well, I was. Did you know that? 
I, I've been watching it. Yeah. It, the, I, Bro, you have I like 450 likes on this thing. <laughs> For those who don't know what Dan's talking about, somebody, the, I don't remember what outlet it was. Some outlet wrote some stupid headline about like, um, Zach leaves CBS Sports or CBS News. Zach Ertz leaves, uh, leaves training camp Tra- to go watch his camp. wife play. And people are like, how about you, you uh, call her by her name? It's Julie Ertz and she's a World Cup champion. And someone was like, who's way more famous than she is? And so I just took screenshots of their followers on Instagram and she has more. And I was like, oh, really? And uh, that guy yeah, hasn't responded not on back Twitter, to me. Though. Yeah, he did whatever. respond. He, or someone responded, said, how about you look on Twitter? But hey, I responded. And I've even, I got some likes on there. I got like 125. There you go. Look, look at us. Crush. Look at us being cool. <laughs> um, Doing the tweets. Yeah, people are dumb. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about the U.S. Women's National Team and dumb people <laughs> later. Um, but we, we came back to, uh, to the second half in this Minnesota SKC game. And you're thinking, okay, maybe, maybe they can hit the reset button at the start of the second half. And that went out the window faster than, than the first goal even happened in the first half. Cause literally, uh, 40 seconds in, uh, Minnesota United scores and suddenly it's two one. And it was pretty much at that moment that I was like, this game is over. Like we're not, this is just going to be terrible for the rest of it. So kind of sucked, but I don't know if you thought that bit. there was any hope left at that point or not, but I was kind of like, you know what, after Finley put that one in, it's probably over. I was feeling pretty hopeless um, the whole time. It sucks, man. Like, open cups are jam, but we have not been great in the open cup away from home. No. Um, and a lot of people thought open cup was really uh, Sporting KC's only chance at uh, at getting some sort of silverware the way that the regular season's been going. Um but, you know, the goals just kept uh, pouring on. Rodriguez found Darwin Quintero in the 56th minute, and, and Darwin um, put that one away pretty easily. He was wide open after Fontas just, I don't know what he was doing, um, tries to slide tackle Rodriguez, and Rodriguez just jumps right over him and easily finds Quintero. And then uh, later um, in the 67th minute, uh, Darwin Quintero again, just this this goal this was this was one of the dirtiest most disrespectful goals i've ever seen cuz he's he's wide open touches it around zendejas graham smith is working his ass off to try to get there slides to try to <laughs> stop it and then contero just pauses for a little second and almost like lifts the ball up with his foot and just like sets it over graham smith who's just laying there on the field and just puts yeah. his face down into the turf and it's like you can see the soul leave his body as he dies I there on graham the field i think graham thought Graham thought he would get ahead to it. Yeah, and uh, that's not what happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> he like put his face down and was like, "I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him like a hammerhead yeah. shark." <laughs> <laughs> and that did not happen. Um, and it almost looked like uh, Minnesota got a fifth goal. Um, they actually did put the ball in the back of the net a fifth time. It was uh, Rodriguez again, um, and the broadcast called it 5-1, and then a few minutes later took the goal off, and we all were like, wait a second, how do you retroactively lose a goal? But it uh, apparently was called offside, and the broadcast didn't know. So I know. They're like, well, oh, goal was just taken away. We really don't know what happened. And I'm like, this this sucks. Bring back the old uh, – bring back the freaking YouTube Live or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It – um. It was I it was watched odd. those games before. Yeah, just on USsoccer.com. 
Um, it wasn't great. No, was not. Um, but you could tell Peter was pissed. Because, well, I mean, for a lot of reasons, but like it, he had some, his first answer was very short. And when he gives very short answers, uh, sometimes, you know, he's like super furious. Right. So, we mentioned this last week. Yeah. They asked like, you know, did he notice any trends or themes in the four goals scored against tonight? And literally all he said was the one at the start of the game and the one at the start of the second half, both of them were very similar. And that's all he said. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And both should not have happened. He's pissed. Um, yeah. They had to kind of ask him for more and he was just like, they're pushing it straight up the, uh, or we gave the ball away when we were pushing up the field and then they win the ball and play it straight up the middle. Um, there's nothing Zendejas could do. So he knows it's not on Zendejas. Um, yeah, and he says well, the second one right down the center again, and one touch, and it's a breakaway, and and you know, then that's that. So, well, let me tell you, I am a very, I know I play this very sky is falling pessimistic guy. Uh, you know, it's just it's just what I've always been. Expect the worst, so you can't be disappointed. You know that kind of bullshit. But guys, let's be honest here. We're we're, we're about. We're not even halfway through the season, really. I mean, we're getting there. We're close. But, oh, my God, all we need to do is go on a run and make seventh place. I mean, each game is worth three points. You just rack those up, even squeeze into seventh place in the playoffs. I mean, we got to stick with them, though. We got to stick with this team because I know there's a lot of people out there that will bail. And those are probably the people not listening to us right now, to be honest. So, you guys sticking with us, I'm pretty sure you're, you're going to fight till the end and be there with them. And that's the most optimistic bullshit I've ever said. And Matt Beasler echoed my sentiment on uh, on Twitter, man. I'm sure you all saw the, the big big note he put out. Yeah, Beasler put out a note that, because, I mean, there are some people that are starting to call for Peter Vermees' job. Um, that's too much. Let's stop. And don't don't call those people out. They'll block you. <laughs> I'm not going to name any names. Um, although if you go check the Cauldron Facebook, I'm sure you'll see a bunch of them. Um, oh my God. That place is a toxic environment, people. It's almost like it should be they shut, shut it down. down one time. And then they brought it back. <laughs> Did they shut it down again? Then bring it? I don't know. It's a very bipolar situation. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But, you know, it. Um, people are calling for Vermeer's job. And I'm like, y'all, we won the Western Conference last year. We were a game away from MLS Cup. Um, yeah, calm down. Like we've had injuries. We've had international absences. We made it farther this year in CCL than we ever made it before. Do you remember when at the start of this year, there was a writer for the blue Testament, um, and his name's Bob. And, and he wrote an article where he was basically saying, Hey man, I don't want to go any more than four games in the, in the champions league. Cause I'm worried it'll kill, uh, our MLS season. I remember that. Yeah. And, and, you know, I didn't necessarily agree with it at the time. And I'm not going to retroactively change my opinion. I wanted to go for for CONCACAF Champions League. Um, and I do think there are ways if you can not be so injured. But he's feeling pretty good. Well, yeah, that's that's what I'm getting to. I do think there are ways if he's you don't like, get I'm so smart. injured where it, it could work out. But, man, people now must be looking back at that. And they're like, well, we got killed, What, whatever it was, 7-0 on aggregate to uh, Monterey, if, if not more. Maybe we, sh- we should have just uh, focused on MLS season. No, I mean, we... Yeah, we I fucking just, scored for God's sakes! Don't take don't take that goal away from us. Jerso almost had a hat trick. Okay, you're right. We did, but it, it was uh, it, it it wasn't close by the time we played Monterey. So um, I just you know this season's been rough, and and Beasler said 
um, in his letter. And I'm not, I'm not going to read the whole letter because it's long. But he basically, I think, got tired of people calling for Peter Vermees' job because um, he had a whole section where he said, speaking of Peter, we wouldn't be having this conversation if it wasn't for him and his expectations and accountability. He's the best leader of an organization in our league, and it's not close. Shame on you if you don't realize it. And he goes on to say that um, he's one of the best, if not the best coaches that the whole team has ever played for. Um, yeah, man. So, very cool. Very, uh, we need that. And he has not written a note like that since 2017 open cup when he did like a letter to fans saying like, we need all you guys out here and support. Let's win this trophy, which, you know, that probably didn't need to be said, but it was a fun little rally cry. Um, but now it's like, it's kind of like a rally for help. And I kind of like the part in the letter where he was like, you know, if you don't want to support, fuck y'all. We'll move on without you. You know what I mean? It's like, essentially, that's yeah. what he said. Yeah. So it's like, stick with them, man. If you got tickets, don't go sell your tickets. Come out to the game, yell, cheer, scream, have a good time, and, and help these guys turn the ship. Because we got the talent, and we can write the ship. And that's the most positive. I'm, I've been too positive today, Jimmy. I need to go. I need to be done. Podcast over. <laughs> um. Well, you know, the one thing Beasler does mention in his letter, he goes from 2012 to 2018, so over like a, a seven-year period, uh, we spent one game below the playoff line in June or later. Just one, which is almost 150 regular season games. So, I mean, that's why that's this crazy. is uncomfortable because this is not what this club is used to. So, And the fans, too. But I mean, we're not, I mean, we're part of this club. We're not used to it. Yeah, but that that's that's another reason why, like, look, if after half of a season where there's been so many injuries and international absences, absences and all that, you're already willing to cut loose the best manager in the history of the club after, what, eight straight seasons of the playoffs, which is unheard of in MLS, especially for a team in a, in a market size like Kansas City, after winning the conference last year, after how many cups have we had over the last five, six years, like – pump the brakes y'all it's you pump know, them dude i just i don't know um i'm not saying that it's gonna turn around this year like i even tweeted myself i know it's just the open cup you tweeted at yourself <laughs> yeah it's crazy um no i was just saying i even tweeted like during the open cup game like i know this is just the open cup but it's starting to feel like this season just might not get any better for sporting kc this year and it does kind of start to feel that way but that was very dan of you it, it was. I was channeling my inner Dan, and I was like, "This is. <laughs> I got to get a little, a little pessimistic better, here. Um, better knock it off. It's a sad life." But again, then I got to take my own advice. Worth like you were just saying, we're three points out of a playoff spot. As bad as everything has been, we are literally one game out of a playoff spot. So, and all it takes is you get on a little run, win four or five games in a row, which is very possible in this league, and exactly. you're right back in it. We're all upset because we're not first or second place. You know what I mean? That's okay. That's fine. You don't have to be because we've seen people win games in the playoffs and go on to win the whole damn thing. You know? Yeah. Portland Timbers, Seattle Sounders. I mean, it's fucking happens, dude. Columbus crew. Like they weren't all top freaking teams. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I'm optimistic. And I just keep saying now, like if we're having this issue in August, and we've dug a deeper hole. Maybe we're, maybe it's time to get get serious. You know. Yeah, I mean, if you think back, and I know it was the start of the season, and LAFC wasn't quite maybe what they were then that they are now. But like, 
when we had everybody and we were pretty healthy and before we went through CCL, we played LAFC nearly to a draw at their home stadium if it weren't for just a very last second goal. Like we could play with them when we're at full strength. Um, so, you know, there's 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 opportunities here. We just got to get healthy and put a run of form together. And I'm not saying that's going to be easy, but it's it's possible. So we'll see. It is, man. It definitely is. Um, so, I mean, that's that's that, brother. And I think, uh, you know, there's no they, – they've had a week and a half off now. So, they didn't have to worry about Open Cup. And now they get to focus back on the league. And that maybe that's a blessing. Maybe it's a blessing we don't got to fuck with that, that competition. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now they can get healthy. They had that 10-day break between the Open Cup game and their next MLS game against the crew. Um they probably only have four people on the injury report right now with Roger Hurtado, Jalen Lindsay, and Ronnie Wallace. Of course, um, three of those are probably out for the season and or, or most of the season, if not all the season, and Roger, Lindsay, and Wallace. But Hurtado might come back. Um, so um, Roger should you know, be back. Roger, I don't remember exactly when Roger's coming back, but. Um, you know, it'll it'll hopefully think you're shooting for July or August. I think. Okay, well, that's going to be huge. Um, so, sure. I mean, one of the questions are, you know, guest coach Chad Smith asked, you know, with SK down, SKC down to just four injuries, um, who do we think starts against Columbus and who's in the eighteen? So, I mean, even if we just just go uh, with who starts, because you know, what's an eighteen? We haven't had an eighteen, and I don't know how many games. Um, yeah, I didn't know that's how many people got to be in the lineup. That's crazy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you think is is the the starting eleven that we see uh, on the road in Columbus? I mean, it's got to be a first first available lineup, right? I mean, you're not gonna you have no reason to rest anybody. Yeah, I mean, I think we're gonna get people back from international duty. Um, Maybe Beasler's back. I mean, I think he's okay. Yeah. So I I mean I think. Uh, I think the front line's Johnny, probably Gerso, Christian, and Johnny. I think the midfield is probably um, Felipe, Ilié, and Benny because Roger's still out. Yeah, you probably have Seth at left back. You got Beasler at center back. Um, the where it gets interesting is who plays They'll center back Fontas next to Beasler and and who plays right back. Um, I think he'll stick with Fontas and Zusi, Man, I would love to see Hasler there. I really would love to see Hasler there. Okay, because that kind of goes into what Drake Ewing's question was, where the way he phrased it was, "How did it happen that some of our best players are now begging at the the, the begging of the uh, are now begging for playing time?" Is basically what he's asking, and he specifically calls out Borat and, and Hasler. Um, yeah, so. I mean, I don't know. Hasler's been gone, so I mean, he didn't lose his spot to Zusi. Zusi's only been playing because Hasler's been on international duty. Yeah, you're not wrong, and and you know, I I, I think if I had to put money on it. I think you're probably right. It's probably Fontas and Zussi, but who knows? But they'll fight in practice. I mean, they'll fight it out and Hasler will probably give a good show, but you know, Zussi's the man and, and he needs to just start showing it because he hasn't been all that great at right back. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but you see him get crossed over a couple times and, and left flat footed. I don't know if it's age or if he's just not focused. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, he and Fontas, both of their salaries, I mean, they're 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 both paid very well. I mean, Fontas, like you mentioned, is is making um 
more yeah, more than a million dollars. Uh, his his total compensation is a million fifty thousand. Um, and and Zusi, uh, he's making six hundred eighty eight thousand and change. Um, which granted is a little bit less than he was making last year, but that's still a lot of money. Ugh. That's still a lot of money. Yeah. So, um, very much know. so. Can you you know, it, it's I bet these players love playing in Kansas city for like cost of living too. I mean, people making that kind of salary elsewhere. I mean, that's, that doesn't go as far as it does here. No. Yeah. Not at all. Um, that's pretty cool. I mean, Latif, I mean, there's, they don't, Latif's they don't even factor that in under a hundred thousand. He's making like 70,000 if that in LA. So, um, I don't know how he's, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. How's he living? He's probably not. That's why we got to save him. That's why he keeps tweeting out cryptic oh messages God. asking us to come find him. He's out there so. in like a one bedroom studio with with uh, four other people, and then he's he's taking Uber pool to practice. That's crazy. Yeah, he. Uh, um, I don't know. He's just not making nearly what he's worth. But then you look at some of the salary. Um, salaries on on this skc team and and you're like dang you know jalen Lindsay's only making sixty seven thousand, which you know is pretty good for his age but you know when he was playing he oh, was contributing yeah. quite a bit daniel shallowy he's only making eighty one thousand, and he might not be given or no that's what he was making last year this year he's making one hundred forty four thousand, but still compared to like what zeus he's making um that's yeah weird. but like these kids man i'm just I have no sympathy for him. I'm like, oh, oh, you're 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 18, 17. You're you're making sixty seven thousand dollars. That's crazy. <laughs> I was I was stocking grocery shelves. All right, yeah, making seven fifty an hour, and that was good. Yeah, for those times. You know who I do feel a little bit bad for though, and it's not that you know this is not a lot of money because for the average person, yes, this is a lot of money. Seth makes one hundred and forty three thousand dollars. Um. And Jesus, that's less than half of what Kellen Rowe makes. Um, that's less than what Jimmy wow. Madronda makes. That's less than Eric Hurtado makes. That's less than Nico Hasler makes. Uh, that's less than. Would R- Seth go anywhere else though? Would anyone else take him? I don't know. I mean, Rodney Wallace makes three hundred and sixty thousand. This dude got brought in to steal Seth's job. Seth locked it down, and Seth makes about a third of what he makes. Like, well, Seth, Seth injured him, so he could lock it down. <laughs> Seth took a, a bat to his <laughs> knees. Um, took him out. Oh, shit, you need surgery? That's crazy. I just, I mean, you're right. I mean, I don't know that Seth, there's a, a, a competitive market for Seth out there, but I just, I feel bad for him because he's been somebody who might be a sporting legend one day. And I just wish the club would maybe take care of him a little bit more, but I guess I know it's a business, but I don't know. That's true. You just can't pay them based on how long they've been there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's a business, but um, I don't know. I mean, it's just you look at you add up these salaries, and SKC is the fifth highest paid team in the league. That's not great for the results that we've had so far. The only teams that have a higher payroll are LAFC, the Chicago Fire, LA Galaxy, and Toronto FC. So, wow. Which at least okay. uh, it just shows that big big money players don't always win games man like you don't got to spend to win and we've we've proven that because we've never been above the top paid players like that yeah we have a lot of players who are above the the threshold for um 
for what would be considered designated player money above the 500,000 and change uh, salary cap line, but they're all bought down with allocation money. So, right. You know, Hey, it is what it is. Tam gam, Tam gam, wham, bam. Um, thank you, ma'am. So I don't know. Are you feeling good about this, uh, this Columbus crew game that we have? I mean, they're, they're going to be without their, their striker, Jossie's artists, because he's going to be with the U S men's national team in the gold cup. So, that's right. Are they going to be without Zach Steffen as well? Uh, when does he? I think, yeah, I think he's gone, isn't he? He's he's off. No, bro, he's with the Gold Cup also, isn't he? Well, but I think I think even if he was not with the Gold Cup, I think he's played his last game as a, as a member of the crew. He's off to Man City. So. Oh, I thought, I thought he, I didn't know he left already. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so. Well, that's cool. But yeah, man, they should be without Jossie Zardes, which, come on, he's not a brilliant striker anyways i think we come in hot man because we know we need the motherfucking points like big time dude yeah we're coming hard they don't have and i i just feel it like i don't know when they're gonna resume training this week but i just know they're gonna hit it hard they don't have uh federico higuain because he tore his i want to say he tore his acl um yeah he tore something and at his age that might be a career ender um, but you know, that's three of their best players in Zardes, uh, Stefan, um, and, uh, and Higuain that are, are not going to be with the team. Um, that's a pretty big deal. And Sporting KC doesn't have any players that are on, uh, uh, gold cup roster as will trap, I think on the gold cup roster too. Um, the crew uh, won't have him. Me, man. I've not paid. I hate that they're even doing a men's competition right now. Cause I'm like, all focused on the ladies and watching them do good things. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll jump to that here in just a second, but I think, I think we get a win. I'm going to go out on a limb and say we win and get all three points on the road in Columbus. So that's kind of what I'm feeling. I mean, don't you think it was heartbreaking for Namath, Barat, uh, Russell and, and uh, Hasler to be away and see these results? Like, they're heartbroken, dude. Sure. They want to come in and make a difference. I mean, not saying that they're not going to be like, oh, it's all our fault, but like they want to come in hot and fix this situation. Yeah, I'm excited to get them back. I think all four of them are going to be key contributors for the rest of the season um, in one way or another. We're going to need all of them. So, And I'm interested to see if we bring yeah. in anybody uh, in uh, in the offseason or the midseason transfer window. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Could happen. I do want to get to one one more question um, from Brian Scarborough. He sent us a few questions, and you'll, we'll get to at least this one. Uh, he sent this via email, nootherpod at gmail.com. Um, but he asked, what does success look like this season? Making the playoffs, making a run in the playoffs. Personally, I was hoping for a deep run in the Open Cup to salvage part of the season. I ask because I have a hard time separating the SKC fan in me that would love to say SKC still have a shot at MLS Cup and the realist that is just observing the performances and extrapolating that things continue this way. I will support the team regardless, but I'm curious for your thoughts. Um, so I don't know. What do you think would be... Cons- I mean, this team doesn't measure itself in like, oh, we made the playoffs, good job. I think if you were to ask Peter, he'd say no hardware, no success. So Yeah, that's kind of where it's at. Um, however, if we continue to be in this rut and squeeze into the playoffs then great success yeah i mean at this at this point if you are able to turn it around and make the playoffs like that's more than i think just about anybody would expect so objectively 
at this point in the season, that's probably a success. But I mean, if you were to ask what does success look like before the season started, not a single SKC fan would say, I'll just make the playoffs. Like they were all saying, win MLS Cup. So it's uh yeah, it's just falling a little 100%. bit. Hundred percent. I mean, that's the goal. We'll just have to, yep. you know, they they got a lot of work to do. The one team that does have a very, very good shot at winning some hardware, though, is uh, the team you mentioned, the U.S. Women's National Team, which is a badass team that everybody should be watching because they beat teams thirteen to zero. They beat Thailand thirteen to zero. They went on to beat Chile three to zero, and it could have been more. And they didn't even have their best players out in the starting eleven when we did that. Um, I don't know. Give me your quick thoughts on on, on this team, and 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 if I'm, I know you got some takes on the celebration controversy. So, ha! well, I hope they go far. I mean, I hope they have another weekend match because I'd love to go up to the watch party again and and have you join me up there and. Uh, just tough to watch it at a 2 2 p.m. game on a Thursday, you know. But uh, I tell you what, they did not like, or these Canadian pundits did not like that the U.S. <laughs> women's national team were scheduled, were, uh, were celebrating their late goals, goals 11, 12, 13, just as happily as the first three goals. I mean, shut the fuck up. They're they're having fun. Uh, they're they're scoring goals in the World Cup, for God's sakes. Now you want to tell them not to celebrate? Well, let me ask you this: uh, If these women are are going to be in a room with you, are you also going to tell them to smile? Are you going to make sure they smile? Yeah. Tell them to that they need to know their role and stay in their place because I tell you what, every one of these badass bitches, and I mean that respectfully, they're not bitches, but I I. I they 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 will kick your ass. Just getting excited. They will kick your ass. <laughs> I'm getting excited because so many people. I mean, even like some MLS people, dude, like Taylor Twelman and and uh, uh, oh my god, Tony Miola. Yeah, I'm like, what is your? You have an issue? What with are this? we doing? To quote Taylor Twelman. Yeah, <laughs> shut the hell up, Taylor. Like, I'm sorry that we're that they're so excited because the U.S. national team actually has something to cheer about. We're not watching the men score goals. We're watching snail games with the freaking Jamaica and whoever else they're playing. I don't even know who they're playing in the Gold Cup anymore, man. I don't even know because they are uninteresting. But I'm sorry. You're, you're dropping 13 goals against Thailand. Yes, it's their first time ever in a World Cup. Well, good. Then we had to humble their ass, take them down a <laughs> notch because welcome to the big leagues, bitch. Like, this is what happens here. We score goals. We're the defending motherfucking champions, and you want us to take our foot off the gas pedal because you're new? Welcome to the playground. I'm going to shove your face in the gravel. Suck my dick. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, that got hot. That did. got real. It that did. was a coos rant. That was. Um, oh, shit. I mean, I, I just I could not believe that people were actually telling them not to celebrate in the World Cup. One, because you have people like Mallory Pugh, Scoring her first ever World Cup goal, of course you're going to celebrate. You have Alex Morgan yes. counting one, two, three, four, five on her hands because she just set a record for goals in the game in a game in the World Cup, the highest level of competition you can achieve in your sport. Of course you're going to celebrate. Like this isn't yep. this isn't Sunday Rec League. This is the World Cup. It, they literally cannot get a higher level of competition in their sport. This is the peak of their sport in the world, and they are the best in the world at it. Let them celebrate. 
Like, get over it. Right. So, this is. And that, I really want to see them troll people. I want to see them score they, goals now. Carly and like, Lloyd shush, did. Like, no. Oh, she did what she, she did? did. A little, oh, she did a little golf clap after. Like, she scored and she did, like, a nice little soft golf clap. Oh, that's what that was. <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, good for you, Carly. It was, yeah. Like, she was like, okay, I'll do, like, my little golf clap. Like, oh, that's all I'm allowed oh, to yeah. do to be a dainty little woman. Nope. Can't fist pump. Oh, I better sh- – oh, sh- everyone be quiet. We got to go have tea. Nah, man. Oh, God. I'm so – I was so pissed off. I couldn't believe some of these men – we're saying like, oh, you probably shouldn't celebrate men athletes. Like, yeah. you don't think you would not celebrate, dude? Like, you're. And it's fun. I mean, you're you're yeah. getting paid to be there, and I'll tell you what, they're not getting paid enough. That's a whole different conversation. If Clint Dempsey's out there and scores five goals in a World Cup game, you don't think he's out there celebrating the hell out of it? I don't know, man. He does some G shit. Like he would, he'd celebrate and then throw up some kind of gang signs or something. <laughs> Clint Dempsey's a real monster. Yeah, he uh, he's something. But I just like you don't hear about, and that's what Jill Ellis said. Um, she was like in the post game when people were asking her, like, you know, what do you think about this? And she was like, I mean, would we be having this conversation if the men just beat somebody ten zero? Would y'all be sitting here saying right. stop celebrating? And I think, I mean, some people are like, stop playing the so. gender card, but I think it's a valid point. So, but like, why is it even a topic of conversation? Are you all searching for a story? Because let's be honest, dude, we do live in a world where people find something to be mad about. Like that's where we've gotten. Like I'm bored. What can I get offended by today? And that's on both sides of the coin, man. That's on on. Left and right. People just trying to get offended all over the place. Yeah, I just, I could not believe that people were um, were as upset about this as they were. And I was just like, you guys got to get over it. It's not that serious. They're just having fun. Right. Um, In Canada, they started it. They were just like, act like you've been there before. You know what? They are. Because that's why they just dropped 13 goals on their ass. Because they've been there before. Because they're setting the gold standard, man. They are the bar. Yeah. I liked what Abby Wambach said. I think she said it the best. And she's actually played the sport because people were saying there's a different way to score. They weren't being classy. And she was like, did you see the goals oh, they were scoring? They were world class. And this isn't rec league stalker. This is the World Cup. Stop judging these women with patriarchal glasses. Uh, you would never say this Ooh. about a men's team. So, What about Hope Solo? Hope Solo had to chime in too. And I'm like, Hope, shut up. Didn't you go? Why don't you go beat up your nephew or whatever it was you did? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, hope has a vendetta against uh, Jill Ellis right now. So, I mean, uh, it's, yeah, because she was kicked off the goddamn team. Bye, Hope. It's sad because Hope is probably the best female goalie in the history of women's soccer. Um, yeah, she was fine, but she's probably nuts. Uh, well, I think that's uh, pretty undeniable at this point. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, I hope the women keep doing what they're doing. And uh, yeah, man, yeah, I think um, they, they have punched their ticket to the knockout round. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, they play Sweden next, and Sweden is uh, Thursday. Yeah, Sweden's one of uh, the better teams in the competition, along with the women. They're so. fine. However, they did beat Thailand five to one. So in that case, we should uh, we should beat Sweden by nine. <laughs> <laughs> as long as no penalty kicks happen in, the, in in these games, I mean, have you seen the controversy surrounding the penalty kicks and, and the goalkeepers on their line? Hundred um, percent. Yeah, they're using VAR 
to to retake penalty kicks because they're saying keepers are coming too far off their line when to me it doesn't look like they're coming any more off their line than any other keeper in the history of penalty kicks has ever come off um yeah i mean they come off their line like at the last minute when when the ball is coming their way and that's perfectly legal right well so this is what's happened is is they changed the rules on on june 1st where it used to just say the keeper had to stay on their line they changed the rules huh. where it says now the keeper has to keep one foot on the line, which actually by rule is supposed to make it a little bit easier on keepers because technically you were supposed to keep both feet on the line. Now it says you only have to keep one foot on the line. So they're, mm. what actually was them trying to loosen the rules a little bit and make it a little easier on keepers has suddenly had this reverse effect because now you have the thing like that happened on uh, on Monday in the Nigeria-France game when the France uh, penalty taker just bounced the ball off the post and the Nigerian keeper, her foot was like maybe two inches off the line. And they went to VAR and they're like, nope, she was off. She gets a yellow card, retake the penalty. France converts and they win 1-0. And now maybe knocked uh, Nigeria out of the group. So, yeah, that's it's a just crazy. A little, it's ridiculous. But can't wait till God, we get to... What a way uh, to change the game. Yeah. Now imagine when we get to the knockout rounds and we're out of extra time we're going to penalty kicks to see who moves on and we just have var telling everybody to keep retaking the penalties because keepers don't know how they're supposed to save them anymore so right or it's you know it's one and done man knockout rounds are crazy yeah so anyway good on the women's national team let's hope they keep winning um wall street journal put out an article on monday that actually was saying that they out earned the men's national team over the past three years since 2015 um, as far as like cool. m- money that they brought in for U.S. soccer, so how about you pay them too? Because it's a little wow. ridiculous. How about all those people that say the men bring in in more money? Wow, suck the dick of U.S. soccer <laughs> because women have brought in more money than the men. Holy shit! You know how many people say that? Well, the men bring in the men bring in more money. I'll uh, I'm American. I'll use my credit card. No, man, fuck that shit. The women. Are bossing it, dude. Yeah, they've brought in more money since 2015 because they're the better team. They're the team. Like, I mean, how many? You, uh, when I went and saw the women in the She Believes Cup at Children's Mercy Park, which isn't Stupid even a real cup, it's a fake cup they made up, sold out. Last time I saw the, the yeah. men's national team at Children's Mercy Park, there was like 4,000 people there. So, yeah, worry about the gold cup, man. I don't think it's selling too well. Well, especially because we're playing Panama again. And, and how many times have we seen Panama play the. U.S. men's national team in in, in Kansas City. Like uh, this is like the third, the time. fourth time. I feel like. Yeah, I'd rather go watch Trinidad and Tobago since they uh, knocked out the U.S. <laughs> from World Cup contention. <laughs> well, at this point, by the time we're so we're full transparency recording this on Monday, so um, the U.S. men have not yet started their Gold Cup uh, uh, competition. Um, Tuesday That's night right. they play Guyana, the mighty Guyana. Um, oh, is that French Guyana? I, I I don't know, but it's an island of about seven hundred thousand people. Probably so we sh- we should beat them, but we also should beat a lot of people that we don't beat. Um, so we should beat a lot of people, and I don't have any faith at all. They're gonna have to earn it. They're gonna have to earn my belief. Yeah. So it'll uh, it'll be interesting. Um, you know, Mexico doesn't have some of their top players, but you know. The U.S. doesn't have Tyler Adams anymore. They're out, or he's out due to injury. So, um, I don't know. It's I, I don't I don't know if the the men are going to win this one. I think this is going to be a weird competition. 
So, you know, and it's also not as fun when you don't have any of your club players on the team, which I'm glad. I, for one, I'm glad. I don't need any injuries. I don't need anybody missing games. But uh, it always was more fun to watch Beasler and Zussi with the team or even uh, Failhaber on the rare occasion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Benny got basically frozen out under Jurgen and then came back, you know, very briefly. I think he actually checked yeah. in in like the last dying minutes of the Trinidad and Tobago game that we all want to forget. Um, but it was too little too late. Um, so I don't know. It'll, uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I think we'll both be there at that game, um, against Panama. Uh, hopefully, uh, haven't, haven't decided yet. Okay. Well, I will be there. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, we will both be at Bayern versus AC Milan, which got moved to children's mercy park. Uh, oh my gosh, dude, I was talking to chip. Uh, who I was with at the watch party, and I was like, dude, are you going to the Bayern game? And uh, I said, are you going to the Bayern game at Children's Mercy Park? And he goes, you mean Arrowhead? And I go, nah, man. I said, they moved it to Children's Mercy Park. And I was like, do you have tickets? He's like, yeah. And I was like, you should have gotten contacted. And he, you know, it was in like another mailbox or some shit. He's like, whoa, really? I was like, dude, you were like five days too late, man. This is you. I can't even imagine how excited you are right now because I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we had tickets in the upper deck of Arrowhead because we weren't about to spend two hundred dollars per ticket. It was, no, it wasn't upper deck, was it? It was the second level. Yeah, a well, second level. Two, There's, isn't there like three uh, and four? Okay, well, maybe there is. I don't know. It was, they weren't going to open the third deck. I don't think for this game because right. they weren't about. Well, we to were s- behind the goalpost in the end zone. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know we we got moved to the member stand uh, for Children's Mercy Park Modern style, baby. So you know we'll go sit over by where you normally sit, I think, which is you know that sort of side part of of the member stand, and and you know we'll be about almost at at the midfield line, probably front row because of when we'll get there. Um, Could be sick. It's a lot better seat than what we we're gonna have before. So it. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. They tried to pin it on construction's not going to be done in time, and that's why they had to move it. But you know if they sold 70,000 tickets to that game, they sure as hell would get construction done in time. This was not because yeah, of construction. Sure. This was because they were not about to sell nearly the number of tickets they wanted to. It's kind of sad. But I'll tell you this, dude. Even the game I saw in Chicago last year, it was a pretty empty soldier field to see Dortmund and Man City. Yeah, well, but, but I mean, I think that's because they keep thinking that... It's also a Friday night. I mean, and, and to an extent, they're right in the sense of that they think these brands are strong enough to just pull people in because of the team name and the and the badge on the jersey. Like, cool, we get to see Bayern and AC Milan. And I'm a little excited just because I don't know if I'm ever going to get to see those two teams play. So for, yeah, for me, it's worth spending 40 bucks on a ticket to go see them. But, yeah, man, you know, there's a lot of people out there who they're, I mean... It's not that it's a bad soccer town. It's almost that the fans are too smart because they're like, well, we're not going to get to see, you know, Robert Lewandowski. We're not going to get to see the first team of Milan or the first team of Bayern. We're going to be out there seeing, you know, the second, third, fourth string players who probably won't even make the senior roster. Um, So it's understandable. Uh, You really think so? I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't expect Pulisic to play and he played. Well, I think he's a different story because he's American. Well, he's American. Well, what about Alfonso Davies? He might play for I Bayern. I think he will he play. Yeah, that's guy. And I'm excited about seeing Alfonso Davies in a Bayern jersey and seeing you know where he's come. Um, yeah. But you know, we're, we're not going to see. It's, it's not going to be Bayern's first choice eleven out there. Um, is is my point? And I think people know that, so they're a little jaded. And some of some of the tickets are, are pretty damn expensive. So, yeah, you know, you can't really fault them. 
but no, I hear you, man. It's an expensive ticket. Um, I'm excited to go though. I'll be rocking my Jersey. That's for sure. Yeah, it'll be cool. Um, and then, yeah, I, I mean, I think, you know, I, I we'll just end on, on, you know, unless you have anything else there, I, there was one other interesting question from yeah, Brian, I mean, let's kick it. Brian Scarborough. I thought just, you know, might be kind of interesting to end it on this. Um, he said, referees have a tough job. Um, and it's easy to judge their performances from afar, but I'm wondering why is it that our referees are not top class? Wouldn't you think that some great refs would want to live and work in the U S ref in these world-class facilities? Does it have to do with their salaries or certification process? How does it compare to other leagues? I don't know enough about the salaries or certification process. I don't know if you do or not. Um, I would just say that I think soccer is not yet as pervasive as a part of our culture as it is in other countries. Um, and when you're you're refing games that are of higher quality than MLS, you naturally get refs that are of higher quality because it necessitates it. You, you, you have to weed out the refs who don't know what they're doing. You're not going to get a Kevin Stott who works his way up to English Premier League because they wouldn't, they simply wouldn't allow it. You know, MLS can't be as picky as the Premier League or La Liga or whatnot. So, um, I don't know. Hopefully over time they get better, but that's, I mean, I don't know if you have any thoughts on it or not, but I that's my best guess. Uh, we're always going to criticize refs, man. That's just like in our blood, but I mean, it does seem like they've been really bad lately. I don't know if that's just because we're losing and we're looking for someone to blame, but it has felt a little bad. So I don't, I don't know how you fix that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, you know, with, with certification processes, um, it, it, it gets better. I mean, they have referee trainings and pro is supposedly supposed to teach them how to be a referee, but I mean, who knows? I mean, they, they got to get better. I, I just want them to get better processes, like with VAR, like what the, what the Premier League is doing, like we talked about last week. There's no reason why pro can't do that for MLS. So, you know. Right, 100%. Anyway, man, that's all I got. And we're, we're just over that hour mark. So, uh, you got anything else right for on, our good man. people? Now nah, let's get the hell out of here. Well, cool. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you can make sure to uh, to follow us on Twitter at No Other Pod at Dan Kuzer at JCMax03. You can see more of Dan roasting Canadian pundits when they inevitably say stupid things about the <laughs> women's national team. Um, and uh, yeah, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod. Shoot us an email like Brian. Thank you, Brian, for the email. Uh, no other pod at gmail.com. Uh, give us those five stars, ratings, and reviews. Could always use them. The more, the better. Um, but until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll be back after we hopefully beat the Columbus crew. But we'll catch y'all later. See ya. See ya, motherfuckers. <laughs> This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. 
Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.